With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What are you, 10? You bet. Episode number 10. I do understand, Nick Baugh, that you have said, when do we stop counting episodes? <laughs> Maybe it's here. Maybe it's here where once you hit 10, what are you, 10? then you just say, okay, <laughs> now it's just the next episode and we just bring on the bring on the circus. Nope. I want, now I, now I, I totally want to flip-flop. I'm all in on continuing to count the episodes, especially if we can, in this one, just the fact that we can play Trevor, what are you, 10? It's just, it's, it makes it all worth it to count, to count the episodes here. What are you, 10? I don't remember if Trevor was angry about, at the like, was calling and saying, what are you, 10, like, to us? Or was, right. he, relaying, was he relaying a story? What are you, 10? I don't, I really don't know. I think he sounds more like he's, I don't think he sounds angry at us, but maybe I'm just, like, hearing what I want to hear. I don't remember him, I don't remember that being, like, you know, you're the you're a your drop of you're a clown. I remember that one being contentious. You're a clown. My whole uh, you missed it, you missed it, it went over your head. Like all those things, I remember them being argumentative calls, or you guys' the show stinks. You guys' the show stinks. <laughs> all the all these things I remember. But the what do you ten? I think Trevor was on our side. People have been asking for, hey, can you give us the the history of you know you missed it it went over my head i'm like <laughs> i i don't know that i saved that uh, episode for the podcast i just remember that the caller was upset at something that was said but it was said in jest or sarcasm and he missed it and he missed it you yeah, missed it you it went over your head then yeah. oh it went over my head <laughs> And the best part about that is I stopped that prematurely is at the end when I just go, I, I supported you yes. the meekest way possible. Listen, you yeah, missed it. You it went over your head then. Yeah. Oh, it went over my head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey Shaq, thanks for having my back, man. We're supposed to have each other's back against, it's got to be two on one against the callers, dog. Is I was there, one on one on an island. No is safety there, help over the top. Is there weaker support ever given <laughs> to a friend or co-host than this? Yeah. You yeah. might as well have just disagreed with me. That that is honestly more of a di- you must have been on his side than my yeah. side. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there was always times when we would host the show <laughs> and one of us would have to calm the other person yeah. down because like hey, you know, I don't want to fight your fight for you, but this isn't worth doing this. Yes. So maybe that was my way of defending. You missed it. You it went over your head then. Yeah. Oh, it went over my head. Yeah. That was me de-escalating the whole thing. That the the sound of Matt Schick de-escalating a confrontation or any sort of conflict is. Yeah. I mean, it stops everything, right? It stops everything. I thought you had my back, Doug. I really sincerely <laughs> thought you had my back, but you clearly don't. 
<laughs> I do want to get to uh, this. We we do get a lot of emails, and so we always appreciate all of the emails that you send. Uh, this is from Greg. He said, guys, I first started listening to the show around the same time I met my now wife. I never nice. talked with her about the show when we were first dating. She probably would have told me to enjoy my bye. <laughs> enjoy Thanks. your bye. A few weeks ago, she asked what I was listening to because she found me on the couch dying of laughter with tears in my eyes from listening to DeBerry's segment. <laughs> DeBerry's. I got to tell you, man, this really tugging at me. DeBerry's. DeBerry's. Wouldn't that be delicious? We watched The Last Dance together, and the day after your episode launched, we had pizza for dinner, and I kept saying, I eat the pizza. I eat the pizza. I eat the pizza. She was very confused, so I had to pull up that part of the show for us to listen together. After the first minute, she goes, so they just keep playing the same sound over and over? (laughs) I let it keep running, and by the end, she also had tears in her eyes from the Pizza Pizza add-on. Incredible work by you guys. It was fun to share part of my past interest with her and for us to both have side aches after listening to your show. Keep up the great work. That is from Greg. This is like at the end of Liar Liar when they do the outtakes, and the one actress says to Jim Carrey, over actor, and <laughs> Jim Carrey, as he's broken character because yes. he knows they tried to get him on an outtake, he says, they're on to me. <laughs> and <laughs> You're on a riot check. You would. Over actor. Shut up. <laughs> well, no. They're on to me. And that is exactly what I feel like when I read that email. You're on to us yes. because the show, I've always felt the Shikinik show could have just been called Fun With Sounds. That's it. I mean, when you when you do say it out loud, so they just, so all they do is just, <laughs> they just have a soundbite and they just play it over and over. You're like, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's wildly funny and creative. It's like, is it? I don't really think it is. You know, it's like, if you ever, you ever explained, a, like when you actually say a movie plot out loud, it sounds not interesting at all, you know? Like Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, two guys are returning a briefcase to a girl and they have to go to Aspen to do it. You're like, that sounds like not that good at all. But So that's... That's that's pretty much what this is. When you say it out loud and just say, yeah, they just they just play sound bites over and over. You're like, oh, that sounds awful. Oh, like John Mulaney has a stand-up bit about the movie Back to the Future. He goes, what do you think that proposal was like? <laughs> we have a guy, Marty McFly, whose best friend is a nuclear physicist. <laughs> who's, he could be 50. He could be 90. We no don't know. And they never explain why they're friends. And get this, they'll go back in time and he will start making out with his mom. (laughs) Like, and he just goes and you go, you know what? That would have been. And the reason I read about that, too, Back to the Future got turned down multiple times by production companies. You can understand. It turns out to be this enormous hit. But, yeah, it's like. It's your yeah, mom. Yeah, that is weird. Okay, two things with that. Number one, they really did never explain why Doc and Marty were friends. Never did. Like, that's a really odd friendship. Like, could you imagine, like, you're, you've you got a high schooler at home. <laughs> hey, I'm going over to Doc's house. <laughs> Honey, who's Doc again? Yeah. Uh, just some 60-year-old guy. I don't know. He's 40, 70, whatever he is. And he's working on some experiments, and we've just become really close. I really like Doc. He's one of my best friends. I'll see you at dinner. Like, no, 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 no. You're not going to Doc's house, brother. And then how 
and maybe this is where you get confused with like what happens. Wait a second, hold on a second. The fact that you had the mom saying, You're not going to Doc's house, brother. <laughs> like is that you, not how moms talk? Is that sometimes, mom talk? Sometimes you stick with the impersonation, sometimes you just make it what you would say. <laughs> Ev, I'm the mom in this scenario, apparently. Here. How come George McFly and his mom didn't recognize Marty as he ate? Like, it's another it's another one of those quandaries that I have always wondered is you would think when they're older, they'd go, wait, he looks exactly like that kid. My guess is maybe they explained it to each other eventually. Right. I don't know. But then you you know, then you had that scene where Biff is assaulting his mom. Like, yes. And he and he's got to step in. And it's just, like, none of this would fly in a script. Like, check this out. You're going to love this movie. <laughs> See what's hard. This is- <laughs> I, I, Back to the Future is probably in. If Nick Ba had to make his top ten movies of all time, I'm not so sure Back to the Future isn't in my top ten, and now you're just poking holes in it. I don't like what's happening poking, here. Poking, poking giant holes uh, in that thing. Marty, it's about your kids. Marty, your kids. Okay, okay. It's your kids, Marty. Something has got to be done about your kids. Great Scott! Great Scott! Don't you think, by the way, I threw this at my brother and he kind of liked it. Don't you think it's time for Forrest Gump 2? Forrest's son just goes through life from 1990-whatever, and, you know, he hits all the big historical checkpoints. I'm all in on Forrest Gump 2. I think that would be great. They did have (laughs) Gump and Company, uh, that book, which was the sequel to try and play off of that. And I believe that might have been the storyline. I don't remember. I don't. I'm like, one of the things you and I have a lot in common is we don't read a lot of books. But I, (laughs) I, I would be, I would be all in on that. I think we need to wait, though until this election is over, until maybe the next four years are over. Yeah. Because this is an important time in our country that you just don't want to, you know, come right here in the middle of it. You, you got you to gotta let all this, uh, this whole know. thing play out. I actually think what maybe the world needs more than anything right now is Forrest Gump 2. That's what I think. <laughs> I think the world needs Forrest Gump 2. It is. But right now, it would, it would be uh, straight to your house. So you have to like- <laughs> That's it. Well, Okay, so what would be the big investment? Because, you know... Forrest, Lieutenant Dan and him invested in Apple computers, and that's what got them a lot of money. What would, would, the, be, would the big investment be Facebook? Would it be Amazon now? What would be, be the big thing that Forrest kid would be like, we invested in some book face, and now we don't got to worry about money. He got me invested in some kind of fruit company, and so then I got a call from him saying we don't have to worry about money no more, and I said, that's good. Like what would be that? Like what's what's the big investment, Matt? We invested in something called Amazon. <laughs> it wasn't the river. I was confused. <laughs> perfect. There it is. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. That's you got an underrated Forrest I, Gump, brother. Well, you know, we've, I've had I've had twenty five years. Twenty five years to complete it and perfect it. I'm all in on Forrest Gump, too, for the record. I'm still in on... Let me just state for the record, I'm I'm still in on Back to the Future, and I'm also all in on Forrest Gump, too. Okay, these are... uh, are, It's good to know that you are in on a movie that was released (laughs) 25, 35 years ago, and not only that, you are in on a movie that will never get made. I just want to make sure these are the pressing topics. People want to know where I stand. This is where I stand. Clowns, where'd it come out on that? Let's go to Matt oh, in Denver. Wants to talk about Forrest Gump too. Matt. Matt in Denver. 
Could you imagine being a talk show host and seeing on the call screen the, <laughs> the description? Because Shane would always write what they yes. want to talk about. Oh. Here, Matt, Matt in Denver <laughs> wants to talk about making Forrest Gump. <laughs> you tell me you wouldn't immediately click on that call and get it on the air? If someone could call right now, I would put them on the air. I wish I, that is one of the things I wish uh, I miss about the show doing this podcast is we are incapable of taking calls. Maybe that yeah. will change at some, at some point because calls did add a lot to the show because we could <laughs> we could laugh with and at callers, but did it in a way where uh, everyone was just happy to be mentioned. On There's the show. no question the, about that. The, All right, sorry, I, de- I feel like I torpedoed everything that you were doing to get things crackalacking. No, that's fine. Um, I've got places to go, so I can't be with you much longer here. But um, <laughs> Well, that'll do it for us. Uh, make sure you just leave a five-star rating and review, and uh, thanks for listening to Chicken Nick Pod. By the way, uh, Mary Little. Mario Little? Mary Little. October 4th. September 4th. Um, <laughs> who's Mario Little? I'm pretty sure Mario Little was a former small forward at Kansas for the Jayhawks. I think he wore number 15. Right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I know my... Oh, my goodness, Kent. I know my small forwards that played for... God almighty. What did he hey, wear? Hey, hey, I thought he wore 15. Am I wrong? Yeah. 15? 23. 23. October 4th. September 4th. <laughs> hey, 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 no, hey, Mario. We had a Mario before you. And, 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 and he hit a shot. God almighty, he hit a shot. It's a big one. He didn't guard. By the way, what would Bill Self sound like in litigation with the lawsuit that he's filing against the NCAA? Hey, 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 he hey, had hey. to serve as his own attorney. Hey, 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 NCAA. God almighty. God almighty. God almighty. Your deposition didn't didn't guard any of what I was doing. The allegations are soft. God almighty. And 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 and, and another thing. Boy, I, let me just interject. The stenographer would be like, what am I doing? And 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 God almighty. Please read that back. Mr. Self just said. God Almighty, and 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 you didn't guard anybody. You're soft, and and God Almighty, stricken from the record. <laughs> He's getting his Sue game going against the NCAA, though. Look, when you sense weakness, you pounce. And are you just gonna wait to be attacked, or are you going on the offensive? That's what he's doing. I mean, look. What does he have to lose? He's probably facing a two- or three-year show cause, okay? So, hey, if I lose this or if I do nothing, I'm probably not going to be – I might not be able to coach for a little while. So why not just go after this very vulnerable organization? There's no question. It almost feels like two people are in an argument at a store and one person's like, I'm going to call the manager. And the other one's like, no, 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 no. You know what I'm going to do? I'm calling the manager. How do you like that? That's (laughs) what I'm doing here. You know what? (laughs) I'm calling the manager. You know what? I'm calling the police. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm going to cry if anything happens to that guy. I know, Just for I the know. record, I He's got my tissues a, by my side, 24-7, I, I, 360. Well, all right. Yeah, that's stupid. I um, <laughs> I remember last October, I was telling you, yeah. Big 12 Media Days, I'm checking in 
to the hotel in Kansas City, and because I'm covering and 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 because I'm covering it for uh, Big Twelve now and uh, and stuff. So I was there, and I'm checking in, and in walks Bill Self, and 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 he's <laughs> sorry, I just can't do it now. I know. And he he walks up to me, and he kind of does a double take, and he goes, "Hey," and he goes, and we you know you know just struck up the conversation. He goes, "Did you?" It was one of the more flattering things I've ever heard from a coach where he said, did you uh, did you get eye surgery? Amazing! I was like, yes, I did. I'm telling you, this guy is gifted with, like, a memory of people and names. Like, I'm telling you, it's it's next level. Gosh. Man, I'm not even on the Big 12 basketball package. I don't You're know not what Fran the Fraschilla. You're not Holly Rowe or Fran Fraschilla, Doug. Oh, definitely not. By the way, you are a young Fran Frischilla. Oh, don't do that to me because I love me some Fran Frischilla. That is just, that's. So Fran Frischilla <sighs> is, you know, he's an excitable guy, but he loves the game. And man, I just talked to him about two weeks ago for a little interview that I did with him on Sirius XM, which by the way, you can hear hey. most, most days on the Big Ted channel, but. I said, hey, Fran, you know, it's quarantine life. Uh, uh, seems like you've been keeping busy uh, going over the pick and rolls or the, yeah. or as he calls them, the P&Rs. P&Rs. I know. I'm like, easy there, brother. You're going <laughs> to lingo your way out of the normal folk, you know? <laughs> but that's what you that's what you do. You, It's you, Frischilla, and Orlovsky. You guys have oh. cornered the market on doing film even just with a laptop, like I don't need to be in studio. I'm just yeah. gonna use my fat, my fat fingers. Fat fingers. And, and, like here's uh here's Mario Little. He's gonna dive. There's gonna be a pick and roll. He's gonna slip it. They're gonna skip opposite. I don't know why I'm eating when I'm doing this, but I'm eating. That's by what's the way, happening. I've told you this many times, and I want this. This could be your thing because you're funny, you're witty. You bring joy, but when you do your breakdowns, it's all serious, and it's I too know, serious. I, I have said time and again that when each time you bring in a finger <laughs> to point at something, it's holding a different food. It'd be okay? amazing. So I think the first time you go in, it's a Cheeto. <laughs> then maybe you bring it back, you hear a crunch, then it's the half of the Cheeto. You Then you let it, okay, guys, let it roll. Pull back the finger, you hear more crunching, and then you bring in a celery stick. <laughs> I think that's a funny... And then it's a chicken wing, and then it's, it's a, like giant a giant ham. a giant sandwich, like a giant footlong that just covers the whole court. Like, see, he's right here. It's like dropping lettuce everywhere. That's what needs to happen. You're right. Uh, so you're you're 100% right. You're 100% right. <laughs> All right. All right. I don't even know where we're going with this. Well, let me back you up because I support you here. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I'm glad we're, we're yeah. today's today's podcast is about establishing what you support and what you don't support. That's ex that's exactly that's right. exactly right, Jay Billis. And, and here's how I would back up Jay Billis. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> let's hear let's hear those two together. That's exactly right. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Boy, got his back. I'm, uh, I'm always a, always a big fan. Always there to support people. Yeah. So we had uh, last week, we had uh, the College World Series stuff, which seemed to be uh, you know, people seemed to enjoy. Yeah. And when we tweeted it out, he said, "Hey, what do you think is going to be, you know, one of your favorite memories?" And it's the I cannot hear air. And people like people were excited about that. And it's just it's so stupid. Like the whole 
The whole show is dumb. It's so dumb. This podcast is dumb. The fact that me not being able to hear myself and that drop turned into something which could turn into could people could just use that yeah. in, in daily conversation. There's no question. It's there's there's no book. question. But one of the things that someone brought up, this was uh, Josh Peterson who brought this up, and I had this in the holster last week, but decided not to play because we got you know seven or eight College World Series memories. But he said, "What about the time where Linda Cohn mentioned your name?" Oh, I don't know if I remember this. Okay, um, this was this was when Stony Brook was coming uh. to Omaha, and the Associated Press. Uh, Eric Olson said, hey, I want to do a story on this. And he talked to, I think, Kevin. He talked to me, maybe a couple others, just for a story on Stony Brook and how Omaha and the media are feeling about Stony Brook. And I gave a line that was not necessarily original, but it was good enough that when Linda Cohn was doing a story for an on-camera read at ESPN to intro uh, Stony Brook or just their Cinderella story or them in their first game, she obviously, in the research, read the Associated Press story and liked what she heard. Let's listen. All right. So Friday Quit. night, Friday night happens, know. and uh, I, I got back from the College World Series and just dead you tired. Hit the, hit the hay. It's been a long week, a stressful week for a myriad of reasons, and we. It just was a long day. Lack of sleep and coupled with an early show and then the College World Series and sunny and you just yeah, the sun no, takes I it agree. out. Went home. I was in bed. We were in bed by before ten o'clock. And then in the morning, I see a Facebook message from a friend, Scott, who says, Hey, nice shout out from Linda Cohn. I have no idea what he's talking about. Like, like, okay, this is what? that's funny. That's I said, Thank you, Scott, very much. All right, All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, Scott, thank you very much. All right, Matt, thank you very much. And then I checked Twitter, and the at tweets, uh, the mentions... Blew up. ...loaded with... It, and I didn't know what what had happened. It was so bizarre seeing people... You were the last to know. I was. I was the last to know. It was like something happened to me, and I was sleeping. I was... I was the Sandra Bullock movie. It was... No. You had to inform me what happened when I woke up, and everyone knew. Everyone else knew. Yeah. And uh, even even a certain coach tweeted at you. Tim Miles tweeted about it. Uh, listeners were tweeting at it, tweeting about it. Richard said, Matt Schick just got mentioned on SportsCenter. Congrats, man. You've made it. Hashtags me likey. So even you get referenced. Good. Uh, yeah, it was it was bizarre. Yeah, and Tim Miles tweeted, uh, ESPN's Linda Cohn just quoted the Matt Schick, and he used my Twitter handle that said, hashtags, wow, even more famous. And then I said, I won't let that your tweet go to my head by retweeting it, and then I retweeted it. Uh, <laughs> but um, David said, something tells me we'll be hearing about this on Monday morning. That's exactly right. Well, and then Jay Billis tweeted at him, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. I don't know about that. Um, oh, but then, mercy. But then, <laughs> Thank you, Jesse Katsopoulos. Uh-huh. Uh, so, but then, I, and I didn't see the, I didn't see it. I, I never saw it. I was like, "What? What happened?" And then one of our doing devout, here? one of our devout listeners, Eric, sent me a tweet saying, "Here's the basically here it is," and he had it. He recorded it off his TV. It's up on the Chicken Nick Show Facebook page That's great, right now. I want to hear the audio. Here's the audio right. of what happened. This is Linda David Cohn on this Sports is Late Friday Night. Okay. The 10 o'clock Central Time edition. 
This is Linda Cope. They're not a secret anymore. Stony Brook University has only itself to blame, or in this case, credit. Their baseball team did the unthinkable, upsetting mighty LSU in the Super Regionals. For doing that, this state school, located 60 miles east from New York City, was packing their bags for Omaha. One local Omaha radio host, Matt Schick, said, quote, If you ask fans around here about Stony Brook, they think that's the name of an apartment complex in West Omaha. But actually, the crowd was on their side. Cinderella story they were. So that's so. Thanks to Eric for All the right, clip. Linda, thank you very much. <laughs> Matt, thank you very much. Wow, though that was so. Bizarre. I hadn't heard it yet. That was so bizarre. And I mean, so how about that? I found that clip, and it's like, wow, that's amazing. That wow. That. Now that's from the Associated Press article. Thank goodness she didn't. They didn't have my quote like on the page because they would have misspelled it because it was misspelled the AP article. But that's where she that's got okay. it from. That's okay. Just a. Linda Cohn, during her best research by reading an Associated Press article uh, by and Eric Olson, did the interview with me. And if you need to thank people, Eric. send it off to people. You really need to thank Eric. And um, just a magical moment. All right, Matt, thank you very much. <laughs> just a magical moment. Dog, that's kind of that's tight. And uh, One local Omaha radio host, Matt Schick, said, quote, If you ask fans around here about Stony Brook, they think that's the name of an apartment complex in West Omaha. Now, the best thing about that is that's not really my idea. Like, listeners said, hey, it's an apartment complex. I'm right, like, right. oh, yeah. And then I used it as my own. It's like, I'm the Jim Delaney of So do you feel good about that? I'm the Jim Delaney of quotes. I am making that mine, and I made it my idea. Um, Perception's reality. That's true. But um, if people think it is yours, it is yours. Is it wrong to, like, every single time that I want to say something... Have Linda Cohn introduce Mike. I don't think it's wrong at all. Matt Schick said, quote, coming up later on in the show, oh, uh, we no. will talk more about the College World Series. Matt Schick said, quote, I cannot hear air. Matt Schick said, quote, I'm having a great time today on the Schick and Nick show That's on 16 Point I mean, of the Zone. Matt Schick said, quote, Linda, I love you. Matt Schick said, quote, I mean, is that wrong to overplay no. that? Listen, when you make it, you got to milk it. Milk it? Are you saying Pam or Pam? Are you saying Pam or Pam? You got to so squeeze that, was, that mug. I'm like, what's the mug in this instance? The Linda Cohn reference. Okay. So that was a Linda Cohn reference. That's right pretty good right there. Eric for the audio. That's pretty good. Thanks to Eric. Jeremy says, you two might as well get an apartment together after Coach Miles tweeted at me about Stony Brook. We'll get a Stony Brook that's apartment first, together. That's the first thing I saw. When I checked Twitter in the morning, I see... The tweet from Coach Miles, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Beep, beep. <laughs> don't, don't do the beeping oh, of the okay. backup. Don't sorry. do the beeping. I had no idea, so I had to text you. Yeah, you texted me, like, late in the afternoon. Like, you just got out of bed at 2, and you said, what happened last night? One local Omaha radio host, Matt Schick, said, quote, I'm really you feeling good? Feeling good about all of this. That's my quote, and you can quote me on that. <laughs> Maybe she'll use another quote. Now I just can't get enough. I mean, I'm like, I mean, that's Jim Roman. He was referenced on Family Guy. He just kept playing that. One man. local Omaha radio host, Matt Schick, said, quote. Now, you couple that with me being on ESPN. I am collecting you're, paychecks you're right now. Pretty, you're a pretty big figure in this ESPN <laughs> monster right now. Are you not? You turn on ESPN right now. You're not only going to see Matt Schick, you're going to hear about what you're saying. Matt Schick said, quote. <laughs> you're getting as much run for a non-ESPN employee that's a non-athlete. 
You're We're not even an affiliate anymore. One local Omaha radio host, Matt Schick, said, quote. Now, and up, I'm getting in my ears. You, up, apparently, Matt Schick is on Fox Sports Radio. So I One retract that statement. One local Omaha radio host, Matt Schick, said, quote. Hey, we've already been on Mike and Mike. So we're, f- I mean, come on. <sighs> Matt Schick said, quote. Mm. Dog, that's crucial. That's good. And then the cone came with it. That's good. Matt Schick said, quote. Gosh, I can't get enough. No hey, else hey, hey, boys. Hey, Mike, how are you? Hey, you're welcome again for that little Twitter I gave you when I told you about your whole thing, and good job to the guy that found it. Oh, thank my you. Question, my question is, when's Nick Fogg? Yeah. Nick Fogg going to be on there? Mm. That'll be him. Well, Later. what do I need to do to get on SportsCenter? Matt Schick said, quote, You need to talk to the Associated Press. That's all I need to do. <laughs> That's all I need to do. You need to do that. Yeah, Mike tweeted at me, and... Told me about it. I said, I don't have the audio. And then Eric came through with the audio. It was great. Hey, Scotty, how are you? Hey, Shick and Nick. Hey, Shick, I'm glad you got some uh, pub there on ESPN because you you guys are good announcers and you're almost in the league with Kevin Kugler. You're getting up there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you heard Linda Cohn. I've passed him. One local Omaha <laughs> radio host, Matt Schick, said, quote, <laughs> Charles says, Stony Brook is a subdivision in Millard by Millard South, not an apartment complex. Come on, Chick. Charles, it's both. This is inaccurate? This is inaccurate? No, it's both. Is, she, is Linda going to have to requote me? Yep. All right, I'll That's call This is good. This is more mentions. One local Omaha radio host, Matt Chick, said, quote, It's also a subdivision in Millard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There were a lot of goodies in there. Oh, my gosh. A lot of goodies. And look at you. Now you're an ESPN employee. It was all happening for a reason. I was uh, quoted, and then I was seen with painted on khakis in the dugout, and it all came together to actually collect paychecks from ESPN. Yes. Uh, There were a couple of things there that I thought. uh, Was there anything that you wanted to uh, just draw attention to in that? Eight-minute clip. <laughs> clapping? Clapping to hallelujah? It's <laughs> not what you're supposed to do. So that came because we decided that, you know, we can't just play hallelujah. Like, we need to cheer along with hallelujah. And so we would, every time we played it, we would say, we need to be a part of this. I don't care. Hallelujah is better if you clap along with it. I can't hear that song now without clapping. <laughs> who does? Who claps? <laughs> Could you imagine being in church at like a Christmas service? They're playing <laughs> Handel's Messiah, and you're just clapping like a buffoon. Picture a packed church with everyone trying, and it's an impossible, it's kind of a hard song to clap on rhythm to, so it would just sound horrible with everyone doing it. (laughs) Oh, I'm all in on that. I support that. Where do you come out on that? Clapping, hallelujah, Hallelujah. handles Messiah. Where do you come out on that? Uh, You referencing Linda Cohn as Linda David Cohn. Just stupid. Let's be honest. It's stupid, Matt. It's stupid, and it's not acceptable behavior by any human being ever. You also said the sentence, Linda Cohn came with it. (laughs) 
Linda Cone came with it. Like, that is much better than my, you know, my support that I gave you of, yeah. you know. Yeah, I support you, unlike you supporting your boysenberry. Come on. If you, if you don't think this is support, yeah. you don't really know what support know is. Support you don't even is. know what the FCS support is. I don't even know what the FCS is. Um, you also doing the beeping truck. To back up and restate a point or just, hey, we need to revisit this. And I just quickly dismissed it. That had to have been because you and I understood that Costanza at one point to Jerry did the beep, beep, beep. And Jerry goes, beep, beep, beep. What are you doing? <laughs> that has to be. That it. has to be a little thing that was an inside joke between me and you. But I don't remember that at all. That's amazing. Let me see. Shouts if I out can... to my memory. Okay, here we go. This is uh, this is George Costanza with the it? beep beep. Here we go. She said there's some tractor story that she hasn't told me about. Whoa, back it up, back it up. Beep beep beep. <laughs> tractor story. Beep beep beep. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> great, just great. I knew if there was another Seinfeld fan that would. I couldn't get any reference past you, so I'm I'm fairly certain that you knew what I was what I was trying to do with that. And you me, shut it me, down. When I text Twitter in the morning, I see the tweet from Coach Miles, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Beep. beep. <laughs> don't, don't do the beeping oh, of the okay. back. Don't do the beeping. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> what are you doing? That was that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, with with good. Linda Code. And I don't know how many more uh clips will play here uh but we we do like and people have emailed in and said look uh we like the uh we like the old clips and we like also you revisiting or talking about some uh, current events and things like that nice. we, had, we were on uh we were on record as saying that we were 100 percent confident that there's going to be a college football <laughs> season and speaking of Seinfeld references, I did make the reference. It's like the, I'm confident we're going to start the college football season. I'm just not sure if we're going to finish. It's like a car reservation. Anyone can just take it. It's the holding of the reservation. Anyone can start a college football season. It's the finishing. Anything that you're hearing or seeing or reading in the news that makes you adjust your percentages a little I, bit? I, I'm, get, I'm getting a little more shaky. I here. feel like you're more... Tied in than me, connected than me. But I, I sent a text message to somebody that is kind of tied in, I suppose. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. And oh, I don't know, <laughs> it wasn't to Dane Altman, for the record. Uh, and I asked this person, I said, a scale of 1 to 10, on a scale of 1 to what are you 10? What are you 10? <laughs> What's your level of confidence that I went to college basketball because I don't have eh, football. Who really cares about football in this yeah. country? I said, level of confidence, scale 1 to 10, that you're going to start and finish this college basketball season. And this person responded with a 5. And I proceeded to immediately, I didn't even have whiskey, but I found whiskey and just drank myself silly. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I Like, this thing changes Every couple of weeks, every every opinion is like TBD and subject to change. But, yeah, I'm with you. I think, like, I was pretty confident that, oh, it's happening. And I don't know. After I, do, Would you say overall, Schick, the players returning to campus and beginning 
workouts has that gone would you say that's gone well not gone well like what do you because like Houston had some issues I mean it hasn't gone well like for Houston where they had to say you know I'll coin the new phrase Houston we have a problem that's a new one (laughs) you can use that at your leisure if you'd like I think it's it might catch on there that was in the Houston Chronicle like headline Houston we have a problem people are just like okay how many times they hate that there like they Houstonites Houstonians however you want to reference it fans of the Houston Astros they hate it when you go on a broadcast and say Houston we have a problem they're like yeah. we're done with this okay? we're done with this no more they're gonna that's gonna be just banned I'm done with you let's 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 get into a cliche that's worth listening let's get a NASA reference that's worth listening to here I'm done with you let's let's get a, let's get somebody who asks a question that's worth answering but so that when they had to stop down on the uh, on the training and workouts and all that because of their level of testing, um, I don't get too concerned with the positive test because a majority of these are the asymptomatic variety, and the people are like, oh my goodness, like so many of these players are tested now. The Texas ones seem to be maybe a little concerning. The Clemson one as well, but they've been on campus for a little while. They just had a big rally. And we're in mid-June, so I don't know how panicky to get about that. But the more you test, the more positive results, meaning negative, another Seinfeld reference. (laughs) Negative is positive? All right. All right. Negative? Oh, my God. Oh, why? Why? What? Negative is good? Oh, oh, yes, of course. But you're going to have more of those, and we might as well get those now rather than August. The problem is you're you're still going to have those in August. Like, the kids are not coming to campus and then staying there through the rest of the season. Like, this is June. Some of them are going to leave after voluntary workouts. You know, some are going to stay, but then how do you control where college kids are going, who they're visiting with, who they're mingling with, their families. The NBA is going to have a challenging enough issue, right? Right. Like, we could dovetail in that conversation here where the NBA has the whole litany of, you know, Brian Windhorst has said it is the most cumbersome, detailed protocols and undertaking that this league has ever had to do where – Here's what you can do. Here's what you can't do. Here's the tiers of people that can come in and leave and when they can and when they can't. And I've said this time and again, like if you're a college football fan or an NFL fan, but specifically college football, you need to be rooting like heck for the NBA to succeed because the NBA is saying we are going to be in one location. We're not having all of our teams and it's far fewer personnel than an NFL or college football team would need. And we're all going to be in this bubble. This is as this bubbly, is, yes. as bubblicious as a bubble can be. And if the NBA can't finish a season, then you can kiss the college football season goodbye because that is not one location. It's hundreds more people involved and it's throughout the country. Totally agree. And you can't control these non-paid, non-union, quote, workers, because they're not. They're student-athletes. Yeah, I agree. you you got to be rooting hard for this NBA thing to work. And then also, 
not only for football, but I do also think then college football sets the stage for college basketball, too. Nick Baugh tries to bring every conversation back to basketball. And that's something, being a college basketball guy, I get concerned with because I'm not so sure that the hardest sport to contain and finish isn't college football. You know, when you just talk about the sheer amount of people involved, coast to coast, different traveling, different places, all those things. So I get concerned about, you know, all those things because, you know, in some ways you kind of get one shot at this. And if the NBA stubs their toe, yikes. And then if college football stubs their toe, yikes. The NBA is as controlled an environment yes, as you if the will M- have. No question. It's like, have you seen the Simpsons movie where they actually put the bubble, the dome over <laughs> Springfield? That's pretty much what this is. They're putting over the Disney resort there. Disney game is there just putting a bubble over everyone. And if that can't work, good luck making anything else work. I think the one thing that I was, I was laughing the other day internally i wasn't laughing out loud hard to believe i know but (laughs) you rarely do i know i was listening to to ryan rosillo and andy staples and bruce feldman bruce feldman's got some good pipes btdubs.com he's he's like a kyle peters if those two got together it'd be like oh mama oh and you know they they kind of you know they were talking a lot about logistics and then they kind of get into like well how will the college football committee deal with if this happens this happens and I wanted to be to- like Tommy Lee Jones in The Fugitive and it's like I didn't kill my wife and he's like I don't care I didn't kill my wife I don't care when like any any right now any football conversation where someone goes well what if the co- what is the playoff committee going to be and it's like I don't care all that matters is finishing the season it doesn't matter if this thing is just like makes no sense like on your national champions are Clemson their final record was four and one with five canceled games you know it doesn't matter you know like you can't get hung up on normal things that you would get hung up on this year right and you are getting worried you are you are thinking about these questions that have to do with the very end of the season. If, yes. Like, if we are at a point where the committee is debating between teams, we've won. Totally. Okay. I mean, totally won. If you're and at Thanksgiving, if you are scooping some mashed potatoes and murdering some turkey, <laughs> and you guys are talking about, like, well, what do you think, Trevor Lawrence or, you know, Justin Fields, who do you like? And what do you, can the SEC get two teams in? Just celebrate pop some champagne and celebrate because we made it we did it we are gonna finish it that's the reality of the deal on your network is it on the tournament you know the tournament on espn which i'm a huge fan of you got the elam ending and all that stuff i'm pretty sure they're structuring it as if one person tests positive their entire team is out of the tournament so if the ohio state alumni if aaron Kraft tests positive the Ohio State team is eliminated from the tournament that's interesting that they but I'm just saying that's like yeah that's a that's at least how they're approaching this now that's it this is totally different than a league and all that stuff because it's a single elimination tournament and all that but nevertheless that's kind of at least one extreme that you're seeing is like one positive test and your team is completely given the heave ho and that's also going to be the same site as well. So that'll be a good test yeah. to see maybe how much success the NBA oh, golly has. Jeebers. I, I do love, though, the fact that the NBA, they have some protocols. One of them is 
No doubles ping pong? No way. That's actually written in there? So the brilliant thing about it is, look, when you're playing, you're going to be hot, sweaty, (laughs) guarding. It's a physical game. But if you think for a minute that when you're away from the court, you are going to play doubles ping pong, well, you're just not going to be a part of this tournament. They say singles only. They don't want you because you have to have the six feet between. What about foosball? Air hockey? Air (laughs) hockey seems like it's acceptable. Foosball? I don't know. Foosball would be a big no-no. I don't even think you could play singles in foosball because it's so tight. You'd have to measure the air hockey table. Ping pong is funny. We bought a ping pong table. Nice. And we're, we're having fun doing it. But when you play doubles, it's cramped. And I'm little, okay? (laughs) Yeah. My kids might grow up to be four foot ten. (laughs) These are giant monsters that play these games. Who is playing doubles ping pong when you're six ten, three bills, or two forty? You're telling me like Braun and Anthony Davis are taking on Dwight Howard and Kyle Kuzma in doubles ping pong? (laughs) I mean, talk about cramped. Out. Yeah, have you ever heard doubt. you? Do you want me to do my ping pong impression? Would you like oh, me to do gosh, that real your, quick? Your your ping pong impression. I'm gonna do it real quick. If I re, if I remember it correctly, and I don't know <laughs> if uh, if I have the segment saved. We, it doesn't matter if I have it saved or not because you, you can do, do it, it here. You do a great. This is probably <laughs> outside of you. You know, doing your truck backing up. This is probably the best non-verbal impression that you've done. Yeah. Let's do an impersonation. This is Nick right. Baugh. No production. <laughs> nope. Nick Baugh. Just a ping pong uh, match. This is what you won't be hearing double style for the NBA. Ready? Here we go. One nothing. One one. <laughs> so good. That that gets me so nothing good. in life. That gets me nowhere. But I'm not so sure if aliens came down and said, you know, give me your best skill. I would be like, my impression of a ping pong game. They would be like, we're not going to kill this guy. This guy's got something special. This guy, this guy's going to live. One of the other better, uh, better things about the NBA, too, in the protocols is there's an anonymous tip line where if you believe someone has violated protocol, you can call the tip line as an NBA player and just right. report that someone might have violated protocol. If it's – give me the best team in the Eastern Conference in your estimation, the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, let's go to the Bucks. Okay, so let's just say – and I answered your question. I said, you give me a team and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Milwaukee. <laughs> That's otherwise known as me trying to think of a team and answering it before I finish the question. There you go. Okay. It's Lakers, Bucks. It's game six. <laughs> Bucks are down three games to two. Yes. Do you think Kyle Corver might lob a call <laughs> to say, hey, uh, I saw LeBron out last night? <laughs> And he was around so many people. And frankly, I'm on the Bucks team. I won't let you know who it is, but I'm going to be raining threes, and I don't want to have to worry about this. I think he should be going under a two-week quarantine. 
You know that How many LeBron calls are they going to get during this trip? A whole bunch. Because why not, right? Why, Why not? I mean, how is it? You know, you baited back in 2016, Braun baited Draymond at punching him in the nerds and got him suspended for a game. Why don't I mean, someone's going to take a you know, whatever. Hey, hey, just uh, let me tell you, I saw the Clippers last night. There there were two Clippers playing two on two uh, doubles ping pong. Yeah. Which two were they? Um, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. (laughs) Wow. You don't say. Yeah, just them. Just those two. It wasn't Patrick Beverly. It wasn't. It wasn't Landry Shamit. It was not. No, 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 no. It was. It, it was Kawhi, and Paul George. That's who it was. Or if you're if you're getting together and it's hey Anthony Davis wants to play and goes hey guys I'm I'm really good Kawhi and uh, and George why Paul why don't you get over there and just play doubles you sure yeah 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 you'll yeah, be fine yeah. and then you have someone like Kuzma take the picture <laughs> yes send it in yes. and doubles it's over it's that's over. it that's what. Alex Caruso's main job for the Los Angeles Lakers is kind of to sit in the game room and bait the other top players to playing doubles ping pong, snapping a photo, and getting them kicked out. This is great. It's brilliant. It's good. Uh, I want to end with uh, one email Yes, here. But Jeremy emails in. Again, you can email us laugh at chickennick.com. The subject is a hit with the next generation. Gentlemen... I just need to say thank you for providing hours of entertainment on a recent road trip. I used to listen to your show back in the day, and you always had me laughing. As soon as the new podcast dropped, I started listening right away. It was the highlight of my week. Uh, Parenthetical from us, you need to get out. (laughs) But in his defense, he did. He went on a road trip. He says, last week I went on a road trip with my two teenage boys and my brother who lives in Milwaukee. Shouts out to the Bucks. All all ties together. None of whom had ever listened to your show. We had a 17-hour road trip to Utah. What? For a hiking trip. First, let me just insert this. (laughs) A 17-hour road trip to Utah for a hiking trip. So you drove all that way so you could walk? (laughs) Why didn't you just walk to Utah, Doug? (laughs) How'd that conversation go? Hey, You want to go to Utah and do what? Hike? How long's the trip? 17 hours? How long you want to hike? I don't know. 12? (laughs) This seems like a lot of transportation. Just a lot of moving around in various ways. He said, we had a 17-hour trip to Utah for a hiking trip, so I downloaded the I Ate the Pizza episode since I hadn't listened to it yet. Nice. You had Chicken Nick Virgin Ears, and that episode leads in with the Greg Sharp voicemail message, and 30 seconds into the pod, we're all rolling in laughter, <laughs> and you had three new sets of ears hooked. They didn't understand any of the drops, and it didn't matter. They just laughed and were hooked. We then had to listen to all episodes in order. Your show then provided commentary for a week of hiking throughout the rest of the week. From dead legs... Dead legs. Perfect. To from the bottom of my art... From the bottom of my art... To a leader. A leader. To humping cotton candy. Humping the cotton candy. You have now become a secret language in my home between my boys and I, and my wife is so confused. Yes. He says, my favorite part of this story, though, while we are listening to the episode where you relive the story of Nick getting pulled over while listening to a Kansas basketball game. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Thank you, Jay. He says, well, 
my focus wasn't exactly on the road or my speedometer. Next thing I know, I'm getting pulled over in the state of Utah. I'm wiping the tears from my eyes and rolling in laughter as the officer comes to the window. He asks, what is so funny? And all I can tell him is the truth. Explain to him the story you were telling on the pod. He was extremely confused but finds it funny and knocks a few miles per hour off my speed to get me to the lowest fine range. What? Keep up the great work. It is good to have the two of you together. Make it a great day. Thanks, Jeremy. P.S. If you have the clip of Nick talking about freaking out about a foul ball at the College World Series, we'd love to hear it. I don't know if we do have that. Uh, but thank you, Jeremy. That is one of the better emails That's that we great. have received. Had you gotten that ticket in Omaha, he might have canceled the ticket. I know. The best part about it is I explained him, and guess what? He lowered the MPA. <laughs> you would have gotten off with a warning in Omaha, potentially, but this Utah cop was like, huh? What? And we'll just. I mean, the fact that we got him out of the. We, we knocked down a few miles per hour, though. Do, I do have I do have out. a segment called Nick and Foul Ball. I, this, we, give it to me, dog. I'm excited uh, for this. Let me see here. There, there's three different segments. It's Nick and Foul Balls, segment one, two, and three. I don't have time for all of these. Let me see how long one of the uh, one of these is eight minutes. I don't. We don't have time for that. Um, Ain't nobody got time for that. But I tell you what. We'll get to the foul balls next week because I do have some ESPN requirements that I need to tend to. And so Look I can't. Look at you. We're Did gonna, you we're tease gonna have to for next a, week's pod? We're gonna, I'm teasing next week's pod. We're going to have to put a, is it a pan in it? Yeah. <laughs> pan. Whenever, a pan. Whenever, whenever you would describe that basketball play, is a pan in pan or a pan down? A pen down. A pin down. A pin down? It's a pin down. Are you saying pan or pan? You did say milk in that yeah, one. Yeah, I got a milk and pillow problem. <sighs> Learn how to talk, brother, from another mother. My bad. Um, but that is, uh, look, it, it, this podcast will be a little bit shorter than typical, but uh, we, we hope you've uh, enjoyed it. Uh, were, there, were there any last words? There's yeah. so much more that we can talk oh, about. But again, we, you know, we, we've got we've got all year for this, or at least, you know, we promise. We'll, when the coronavirus ends... <laughs> This podcast will probably come to an end. That's the bad news. The good news is the coronavirus will probably be around for another three years. <laughs>